Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, the wheel gets reinvented. A handy way of protecting yourself from germs in public and printing pancakes. So sit back and slap it. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast about crowdfunding projects. I am KT Data, and joining me is a man, a machine, relaxed and re-energized from spring break, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, Drew? I am relaxed and re-energized from spring break. I know. I, I, I was amazed at how often you were on Destiny during spring break. <laughs> I had a fantastic spring break. I got tons done. And I played a lot of games, and I had like the most relaxing. It was it was it was a wonder. It was a wonderful time. It was it was an amazing time. And you guys, if you have not checked out his Twitter feed, you may get some free educations. I don't know. Do you still have spots left yeah, for that? I do. I do. So in fact, anybody, if anybody on the Kitcast wants this, I will throw it out there. I have a promo code for a course. I spent my whole spring break writing a course on uh, Udemy, which is the online learning place. Um, so I have a small course on there, how to learn Final Cut 10 in less than an hour. And I spent all week kind of putting together all of these like fitting lessons to get it all together. And I would love I'd love to give that away. So if anybody wants to use the code TWEET50, TWEET50, you can have yourself a, a, a free a free stab at it. It's a, Like I said, it's about an hour of me yapping, but if that's what you want, you can learn Final Cut. It was a good. It was a good week for me. Everybody will learn the tools that both you and I use, like pretty much all on time. a weekly basis. On all the stuff. time. It's a good. Yep. It's a good way to do it, and it's better than me going. Well, you just got to click the thing and the thing, and then drop the thing, and then move the thing over there, and then press the thing to the thing. Yep. There. There's I, action. I try to avoid that. An actual educator is teaching you how to do it, other than me going like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good week. It was a really good week. Yep. All right. So if you guys have never seen the Kitcast before first of all welcome to the show this is the show where drew and i we scour the interwebs to find the coolest the latest the most unique the greatest crowdfunding projects bring them back to you and let you know if we should backtrack or sack them on there so before we actually jump into this um from our previous episode we found out or i feel like uh, one of those uh tv show guys previously on the (laughs) kickcast Drew launched a crowdfunding project. So how about you kind of give us an update on where you guys are at right now? Okay. So uh, it was right – I guess it's been about three weeks now. So we got a week left in our in our uh, campaign. I launched a, a quick documentary uh, campaign project trying to cover the uh, used livestock auction up in Box Elder County because they raise a lot of great money for all the all the kids that are that are raising sheep and steers and pigs and uh, we put together a team we did a lot of the prep work we tried to do everything possibly that we could do had a pretty good launch week we we got about 10% of the way there in our first week and then we got some bad news which is not when you want to get bad news in the middle of a campaign but we found out that one of our core community supporters and, and not monetarily supporters, but a connection for us that was there to kind of promote and get the bigger sponsors. Being on a documentary, we were offering major sponsorships, minor sponsorships, title sponsorships, that kind of thing. The people that we tapped to kind of help us make that happen decided to postpone their involvement. So that kind of stalemated us for a little while. So we, we quickly readjusted and started asking people that had back, and we started saying, hey, how many of you can you know have access to our, uh, ears that we can bend? Because we'd love to meet with people and talk to them about sponsoring the show in a, in a larger format. So that's kind of where we are scrambling. It's not looking fantastic at this point. If you've checked it lately, we 
we rocketed on that first couple of days and then we just kind of held off. Um, so while that's, well, it's, sorry, I have learned some things. So I'll show you one thing that I've learned so far. How about that? That's what I'll do. The one thing that I've learned out of this whole, out of this process of running my own campaign, especially documentary was I found, um, a campaign. I think I even did. I talk about it last time. I don't know if I did. It was called Green Inbox. Did I talk about Green yeah, Inbox last time? Right. Mm-hmm. So I actually found that if you run Green Inbox right towards the beginning of your campaign, you will see like the re- the residual from that. So if your your project and your campaign's all in order and everything's going just right, and you don't have to have you know people backing out on you in the middle, <laughs> like you sound a little core bit people this. a little bit a little bit, <laughs> um, but. Use Green Inbox early on, and it, they will, for a very good price, write custom emails. I was, I was still getting uh, this week. I was still getting contacts. People that just get on Facebook, find my message, and then they would write back and say, "Oh, hey, this looks like a wonderful project. I'll, I got a couple bucks to spare." And so I probably, from that one Green Inbox, cost me thirty dollars. I probably raised almost three hundred, four hundred dollars for our campaign. So it's definitely something to check out if you have a campaign with the with the a lower. Uh, threshold i guess you'd say but that my friends is my update for our project it's not the best update but But like we tell everybody on the show even if you don't succeed you're always learning things from this and you're learning from it um and just life man you make mistakes you learn and then you just keep going on yep i picked the wrong pony no it's okay (laughs) you know because this was for us this was totally like a side project a fun a fun summer gig and uh, right as we got this one going, another one started to uh, appear. So you may hear more about my summer opportunities working for a feature film instead, which could be you know way more Fancy. fun than documentaries. Yeah, I'll tell you more later. All right. So the other piece of news that we have is I, I don't know why, but I get a lot of news articles from the Denver Post for some reason. I have, <laughs> I have, I have no idea. But there was an article that's post that was posted in the Denver Post uh, maybe two days ago. And it actually talks about this uh, Denver-based product called Stride. And this is something that you don't see a lot in Kickstarter projects. They actually capped the amount of physical rewards that they're um, moving out. And they actually managed to get their goal um, of $50,000 within hours of launch on there. And they doubled it by the end of the day. So they had $100,000 by the end of the day Hmm. on there. And... um, the the whole article is about why they're actually limiting how many because they only have a thousand a thousand of these products and I, I like this quote from um, their co-founder Eric Olson he said for us the goal of a thousand is to get the right people involved at the right time um, we're very conscious not to overshoot our capabilities and I I think that's hmm. one thing that you know I think a lot of projects don't do really well on there. Um, Right, is, right, right. Is that you know they're like, they don't expect it to do really well, and when it does, they're like, "Oh, we got all this cash," but along with all that cash comes with a lot of logistics that starts to interfere with their project. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they mentioned like, sure, it would be great for us to get a million dollars, but then we wouldn't have time to kind of you know get some of the things that we wanted to do because we were all too busy trying to worry about logistics and getting that to work on there. So. Um, I, I think this is something that you should kind of think of. They had brought out other examples, like the original Pebble Watch. They actually had a cap on how many pebbles. They, the the they, first round? Yeah, the first round actually did. How high was that uh, cap? 80, didn't they still re- <laughs> it was oh, like okay. 80,000 so units, um, but still was a cap Yeah, yeah. on there. And um, if you actually look now for round two, 
they did it a smart way. The initial batch, they had a cap on it, and now you can get more later on once they kind of get that first run going. So they they planned for it, and so you know, I I I think it's you know it's a good idea to plan if you are successful. Where do you draw the line, or do you just let it go? Uh, you know, what right. what do you what do you think about that, Drew? <sighs> At some level, I say you know, wow, that, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, focus on what you can do, and if it's a good product, it's going to get that word of mouth and keep moving. And another side of me says, so what if you get a million dollars or ten thousand users, you know, backers? Um, yes, logistics might change a little bit, but but if you do it right, you can like 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 Pebble did. You can say, great, the first people that backed are going to get it at this time, and anybody that backs at these other levels or you know after that cap, you're looking at three, four, five, six months later, so that you can have time to work the logistics. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. I guess I'm just kind of torn. I'm also, if 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 money is flying in, I don't know why you would be like. <laughs> no, 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 well, no, no. So, it. so people can still donate. They just won't get anything from it. Yeah, you, right. So you, okay, so you so, can still chip in. You're just not all all the physical reward tiers are all full on there. Yeah, um, and you don't plan on. And, you know, I I kind of like this approach because what they're doing is they are getting the evangelists. Those thousand people are probably hardcore. You know, runners that will be talking about this product if it turns out really well, versus so did, you getting a mass market appeal right. where you do get those evangelists, but then you got everybody else that on that halo effect. And you know, is that going to be really effective in the long term, or is that how just do they know that their boost? first? How do they know their first thousand were the evangelists? I mean, that's I guess they've it's, done it's, so much it's, marketing. It's because they're, they're marketing and targeting. Because one of the things in this article they talked about is that. That you build a community first on there, so that's why they were they're specifically aiming for running coaches right now because they know the ah. running coaches will talk to all the runners that they're training. Ah, okay, okay. On there, so oh, I, 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 they're doing they're doing what they think is right. That's good. Yeah, I, I mean, it like it's 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 who you want to get on there, and they, they're specifically aiming for a specific group on there, and they know there's not going to be more than maybe a thousand of them or so. So, so if they yeah. feel like they've got the right demo in that in that first cap, then by all means, cap it, work with them, make the best product, and then take it farther. Because yeah. I think they use that success to get into a lot yeah. of different markets. But yeah, on there. So you know, it's just, just things like that you got to think of when you're thinking of reprojects. All right. Um, so that's all the news that we have. Um, so so much we'll, not news. We we will. Uh, it's it's been a light couple of weeks on there. Um, South by Southwest is going on, so there's a whole bunch of crowdfunded movies premiering in, in Austin, Texas. Um, on there, so Drew, I don't know. Back in your in your um, young and free days before you had girls on there, did you ever, you know, skateboard? I there? did were, actually. Were, were, I were, did. Well, okay, so would you ever try to use wheels? Well, all your wheels were all round, right? Uh, yes, that's yes. usually what most <laughs> right? skate. Yes, yes. yes. Would Would yes. you ever consider skateboarding on a square skateboard wheel? I don't know that you call that skateboarding unless you were being dragged or something. <laughs> I do have on one of my units at school, I had rolling casters, and one of the students did not unlock the caster, and they pushed it down the hall. So now I have a flat side to my round wheel. <laughs> so it plop, 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 plop. So, so no, I would not be skating on square <laughs> wheels. So our first project of the night is called the Shark Wheel, and it is actually a square skateboard wheel. 
on there. And, um, it yeah. doesn't work. The so, cavemen figured this out a long time ago. <laughs> so, so they really, they literally, you know that saying, reinvent the wheel? They literally went and reinvented the wheel. Wow, on there. And my this, mind is blown. So, so the way this works is there are like six physical sides. Four of them are the ones that touch the ground, and then you got your two normal ones, right? Cube. Cube. Oh, right, right. Okay, cube. Uh-huh. <laughs> on there. And so it's not like a straight square. So you actually have straight edges, but they make it into kind of a wave thing. So if you actually look at the wheel and their logo, you'll notice that the the insides of them, they may be square, but they're actually wavy on there. So it, it emulates a sine wave on there. You know, those normal waves that you see on. I don't know what a sine wave is. A sine wave. It just goes up and down, man, uh, on there. Okay. And um, let's see if I can find a. But how does it roll? It rolls it roll? because there's actually three contact points on each side as it rolls on there. And since the wave is kind of going left and right, when you're rolling, it the contact points jump. Uh, on, I got you. On, I got you. On the wheel on there. Um, now I'm following. Then, now I'm yeah. following. Okay. And, so, and what happens is with the wave kind of shape of the wheel on there, it actually gives you more lateral grip when you're riding on the board. So, um, so like for shredding? Yeah. So, like, well, that, get- yeah. So when you're taking a corner on a normal skateboard, your wheels don't turn right right right, um, right these ones they still turn because they have all the multiple contact points on there so that gives you actually more control while you're taking around the corners this is mind-blowing yeah. and this is actually um their second time around because they they actually originally had an original um indiegogo for the first shark wheel on that but those were for more of um i think your regular boards these ones are actually um for the 60 millimeter wo- boards for you know for more more cruising than um, uh, kind of your uh-huh, traditional uh-huh. skateboard on there. Don't quote me on this because I know almost nothing about skateboards. <laughs> but I, I mean, this this seems like a great idea. And um, apparently, these wheels they've kind of put them through competitions and stuff. And the team using them got first place um, just barely recently on there. Um, and I, you know, I, I love this idea on there. And it, I cannot believe they reinvented yeah, the wheel. Yeah, it looks cool for one thing. <laughs> On there, so I mean, because definitely, if you if you're going, on uh, you know, on the side of the road, everybody's going to be looking at your wheels because these look pretty cool on there. And if it's you know giving you more control to do better tricks and stuff, why not, right? Right, right. The, the, their video is, is very informative. I've obviously turned off the sound, but uh, very informative the way that they're designing everything and like showing the the pattern where the square mm-hmm. part of this actually is hitting the wheel. This is yeah, I'm impressed. And then I'm there's impressed. actually in the video right there, there's a dude. That it's like going fifty miles per hour on on these wheels down, yeah. and so you actually get less wear too because less of it's contacting the asphalt on there. So you actually have you know these will last longer than your regular wheels on there. So I've seen I've seen too many people die on longboards, so I'm not a big fan of the like the fast cruising longboarding. But this this science here, this physics of like a square wheel, you know, being being you're being able to compete and be this wow i'm blown away yeah i'm i'm back this is a back for me yeah it's a back for me too um even though if you ever saw me on a skateboard you'd probably fear for your life (laughs) yeah but somebody that's take wow i can't believe they're taking this on but i'm I'm, i mean i really want to try one of these i think it would be cool and you know i'm i'm waiting for the day they put them on like different things like i'd ride a you know a scooter or something with wheels like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on there so um that is the shark wheel, and it's literally a square wheel. Who knew, right? Uh, that's wow. <laughs> All right. Um, so for, on to our next thing is, um, you know, when you're out in public, you there, there's you know 
there's germs everywhere. I, stuff, I, I know. Stuff gets nasty. Yeah. <laughs> on there. So, Drew, tell us how this next project actually can help us. Now, this is a strange one. This next project that we found is called the Germavoid. It was actually sent in by, by a viewer, a longtime listener of uh, the KitCast. They uh, listen. They said they listened like religiously. So they. So hopefully they. They, they seem to have done everything right. Right. They. They didn't pick a community sponsor that was going to drop them. <laughs> so bitter. Um, but but what this is is uh, Germavoid is Zach's project um, is this idea that you can take around with you basically a rubber glove that fit, fits nicely on your person, and you don't have to touch anything you don't want to touch. And so I don't know how to explain this other than saying that it looks much like a finger condom. That's kind of what it feels like, right? The idea is a keychain has this, you pop it out, and you can use that uh, rubber prophylactic. I don't know what the right word is for this thing. What do you call that? Uh, uh, protector. It's a rubber, it's a rubber it's, protector. It's, it's a finger condom. Yeah, it is a finger condom. I don't. I, so it's it's, but the idea is it's kind of smart because I'm constantly telling my kids to wash their hands. I'm constantly telling them that as soon as we get back from going to the store, or going out, or anywhere, it's like okay, wash your hands. Got to stay, you know, stay clean or some sort of sanitizer. All my kids have sanitizer on their backpacks. This one, this goes a little step further, right? I'm not quite so worried about everything that I that I'm going to be touching things with with rubber instead of my finger, but. Uh, their video did a great job of kind of getting me to be a believer because it showed all those greasy, grimy things that you touch all day long, keypads and elevator buttons and things that are just filthy. Um, they mentioned some studies that showed even at the um, – like Mavericks, what are they, like the convenience stores, their drink dispensers have like – Oh, yeah. 90% oh, of them have yeah. fecal matter on it, right? Oh, so, yeah. So this is something <laughs> where you could – Carry this around with you. It's right there on your keychain. You're going to have those with you anywhere, anywhere you go. Pop it open, stick your finger through it, and touch anything you need to or put your thumb in there and, and do whatever you need to. So it really is this kind of safe, washable. It's got this really cool sliding design, and so you can kind of pop it yeah, up. Yeah, that, that's what I was worried about. I was like, what happens if you put your finger on the wrong side through the thing? Right, <laughs> right. But you, but because of the way it's designed, it, it slides back into its case. So it's like, pop your finger through, and then lock it back up. So there's a lot of... Uh, thought that's gone into this design project wise i think zach's lined up his project really well he's he's got every bit of information that you could possibly want on here he's got all the prototypes in there good image uh, to get people's attention yeah wow. it's great great video great video all of the prototypes are like hey here's what i found here's what this one did it's got one with you know wood taped together with a piece of i don't know a balloon i think it is a balloon <laughs> taped in the back so to, to see that iteration is really dang cool, I think. So for me, this project is a, is a back because I, I love um, a couple of things about it. I may not be that germ avoid kind of guy, but I totally see a market. There's nothing out there like this. Like this is solving a problem in a new way, and I and I think he's, he's done it uniquely and really, really well. Uh, you can get one of these for as little as $12 on the early bird if there are any left. He's also done, obviously, we talk about all the time getting that engine revving, getting everybody ready to go on day one. Today was his day one, and he's raised uh, almost $6,600. Yeah. $170 backers. It's been, looks like maybe 12 hours, a little over 12 hours from he launched, yep. and he's already had um, almost, you know, yeah, almost sixty-six thousand dollars right there. He's nearly twenty percent of the way. So this this is this is a project done right because I I feel like 
product wise it's pretty niche and it's and it's it has a purpose but i don't know that many people in my in my life but he's got everything lined out just right that it's it's flying it's going the right direction and i and i hope this keeps up for him go check it out yeah um on there this one you know i'd i'd have to say it is for me it's a track which is odd to say considering I'm classically I'm classically trained to test all these surfaces and stuff, yeah. and I know what's there. Um, yeah. And I've grown what's there. <laughs> there. <laughs> little little uh, shots, little uh, greenhouses there, where but, you grow germs. Yeah, but but do you know how I solve it? I just don't go outside. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why you're the recluse. I just stay here, and you know, I'll do everything remote. So, so if Zach, if you're listening, Zach, if you will just send KT one of these germaphobes, we might actually get him out of the house one of these days. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this would be like a life. I'll have to actually see actual sunlight instead of you know recreated sunlight. Oh man, it's dangerous. But, no, I like it. It's a back for me. I think I think it's a project well done. On there, so yeah. I mean, and and like I said, this this you know this is one of those projects you guys should check. And obviously, he did take our advice on there, so I love it on there um so our last project of the night right here um after we've talking we've we've talked about wheels we've talked about germs so you know let's talk about some on, food tell- oh i was hoping you're gonna do the light up butt <laughs> <laughs> since we're not doing the light up butt let me just tell you that there is a project out there that is fantastic for like 300 bucks you can get a plastic butt on your wall when you slap it, it lights up. When you pinch it, it lights up. Anyway, go check it yeah, out. Yeah. Full disclaimer, I um, I listed that as a potential sack of the week. Apparently, Drew wanted it as a project of the week. It's called Slap It. It's on Kickstarter. It's called Slap It. Go, go check it out. But I think right, this, back, back. this is so much cooler. All right. So do, you ever do, pan, do you ever do pancake art for your kids? I have tried, but I get like the letter of their name, and it falls <laughs> apart. So no. All right. So um, pancake is the world's first pancake printer i know you like you like 3d printing i I like food so it's like the combination of things we like right here so you can print pancake designs so how how this works is there's a griddle on the bottom of the pancake bot and on top there's a nozzle with pancake batter on it and it can control how much it extrudes out on there and Ah. it can draw a little design so the this and you know that may be the, you know, everybody's like, okay, that seems simple. The genius in this, I have to say, is the software in how you do this. Because to get your designs, they have this software on the computer. And all you got to do is, you know, import the image that you want. And then you trace over the areas where you want the pancake batter to come out on there. You trace and them. It, and then, <sighs> and you'll watch as you trace the lines in. And then you can cover the whole thing. And when you take that onto an SD card, you put it in the pancake bot. The pancake bot will, in the order you traced it, draw the lines and everything. So what happens is when you get your image out, you actually can see different colors of the image. Like on on this Kickstarter, you'll notice that some areas are darker and lighter Mm -hmm. on there. So I I mean, I and it's dead simple, easy to use. And I was like, this is genius. You know, the pancake bot in itself is a great engineering feat. But that software and how simple it is, is, you know, that is, you know, that is amazing. You know, in terms of software design, everything, this guy is a wow. genius. And he just like, that was, that, that was the killer part when I saw it. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, learn how to like 3D model or something mm-hmm. to make my pancakes. Mm-hmm. But no, it's pretty much just trace, trace over trace lines and you're image. good to go. Trace over an image and it follows exactly what you're doing. Wow. Because it's, it, it, 
it's interesting because it's kind of it's kind of doing layers like a three D printer is uh, this additive process, but yet it's Hi, this not is Miguel entirely. So I wow, they've done really well. They've they've almost quadrupled their goal already, and they still got three weeks to go. Yeah, and you can see this one's drawing a picture of a uh, cow or a bull on there, and you see how it's outlining the bull right there. And then, and then this is actually going fairly quick too, so you're gonna have a nice fresh right. hot pancake. On there, I think this is the Chicago Bulls logo. Uh, right. yeah, and then they're like adding colors into it too, so you can get different pancake colors. Oh, they're um, having somebody do the same, yeah, yeah doing oh. the fill in. I watch them flip it over. Look at that, you, you have the blue areas and stuff. So, that's I think that's way cool. <laughs> that is very cool. They're doing they're doing very well. I, I had seen this in my feed, I hadn't taken the chance to look at it yet, but I'd seen it in the feed, and I was imagining a what's the big deal about a pancake bot that flips your pancakes for you? That's what I was dreaming <laughs> up. I was like, great. So guys, you know, you put a little robot on your stove and it's going to flip your pancakes when they're done. I didn't realize that this was a like extruding pancake maker that would make this type of art. This would be fantastic to have to at events and at places to be able to, to just kick out fancy pancakes with logos or designs. This is, this is a hot, hot ticket. I did not notice. What is the, Price it backing the so reward retail, at which you retail get. when this comes out is going to be two ninety nine. Um, okay. That's okay. going to be the retail price on there. But if you get on on the Kickstarter price, you can get one seventy nine for the pancake bot on there, mm. and for mm. for two ninety nine the retail price, you can get two of them. Two pancake bots. Yeah. Can you imagine the party that we'd have? We'd oh. have. We'd be printing KitKast logos everywhere. Yeah, I, I and love my it. face and your face. Yes. I mean, who doesn't want their face on a pancake? I want my face on. There's actually a level that you can back, and they will print your face on a pancake and send you the image of the pancake. Because uh, obviously, that, they, obviously they can't send you the pancake because it'd be disgusting by the time you get there. Right, right, right. <laughs> but at $59, get your face made in the shape of a pancake. <laughs> Photo will be posted. Here's an update. can be sent to your email on request. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So everybody who's <laughs> can see your face as a pancake. Which Wow. On there. And, and the one thing that I, I don't see any video on is that you can actually fold this up and store it. So it's not just taking up precious counter space either. So you can just tuck it away after you're done. I, th- I think it's a great idea. Um, he and he's planned for everything because the extruder can control depending on the viscosity of your pancake mix can you know use more or less air pressure to kind of get the pancake oh. mix out. So you have you know I I think you have pretty good control over how much batter comes out at a time and stuff. So I think it's great. He's like thought of everything. It's awesome. Yeah, I wonder what the cleanup is like. But I really I'm- well, he says it's pretty easy to clean up, and I, it looks like it's pretty easy to clean up. You just take out the ex- the bottle that has the pancake mix in yeah. it, and then wipe down the griddle. You should be good to go. I, I I'm blown away. <laughs> yes. We've had some great stuff today. This is awesome. Yeah, um, it's back for me. I really love that that it's it's coming along, and it looks like he's been working on it for a couple of years. Yeah, he, and, and it's it was kind of like a project for his kids. Like he was working with his kids, and it kind of evolved into this. And I'm like, this is cool. I make cool stuff with my kids, but now maybe maybe I got something coming. This is awesome. Yep, totally totally yeah. back for me. So wow, this wow. One, this one's a back for me too. I mean, I love pancakes on there. Um, what what he needs is a timer on it so I can set the pancake bot when I go to bed and when I wake up I'll have fresh pancakes. Because <laughs> but if this then that kind of a, yeah uh, because people may not know this I am a terrible terrible morning person. <laughs> I don't function until you know nine o'clock so I'm like on automatic before that 
And that is usually why I don't have any breakfast. <laughs> wow. Yes, that's where I'm at too. Right? Last last possible minute before it's time yeah. to go. Yeah. People's like, why why don't you pack your lunch? Because I guarantee you, 100 percent of the time, I will forget my lunch in the fridge at home, <laughs> even if I pack it the night before. Yep. Yep. You and I are so kindred. <laughs> this is. I'm, that's why. Aren't, isn't that why we're friends? Yes. This is why <laughs> you and I are one and the same. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, one difference between you and I are is you have a lovely family. You're happily married while I am. I am single. But our sack of the week oh, wants, man, to, wants to solve this problem for me. But I am not <laughs> impressed. How is it going to solve your singleness, <laughs> so, Katie? So this project, all it has is a name, Dating Application. Oh, um, the Dating Application. Yeah, I thought about this so hard. $7,000 with 44 <laughs> days to go. Um and he, this guy wants to develop a better way for people to meet a free dating website that links people together, simple and easy. And the reason why he wants to do it, it's because he owns osingle.com. And he's oh, that, that's his drive because yes. he owns osingle. Yeah. O-H. Now, here's the problem Have you checked out osingle.com? Uh, no. Not a thing there. It goes into the folder structure of osingle.com. Oh, dear. Like, there's oh, not dear. index.html. Like, it is straight up. You, you can go into the CGI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. In the CGI bin. Wow. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. that tells me, I mean, yes, our sack of the week. Um, <laughs> it, he's trying to build something that's been built by a million people in yeah. a million different ways. You know, Tinder's the cool thing the kids do these days, right? Swipe left, swipe right on there. Yep. And the other yep. problem is he has one reward tier, which is for $100 or more. Um, oh wow and he says free joining and can go to any of our events be a part of oh wow proofread dude b-a-p-a-r-t no space uh, be a part (laughs) of our dating experience in addition i will send you all postcards 100 bucks you can get postcards and come to an event Mm -hmm. and literally he this is again these are the projects that we find because there's literally one paragraph in there Mm -hmm. doesn't really have a good business plan um I don't and, yeah, no, I mean just, his last line is for big donors. I may be interested in giving a percentage of the company <laughs> as well. But if you get big donors, they're gonna be they're gonna be asking for a lot more than <laughs> just the space. Ah, don't check out just don't check out the yeah, bio. And and he what? just completed his MBA. And then and look at that stock photo right there. That, mm-hmm. is, is, really? He just completed his MBA and he doesn't know better. According to his bio, he's uh, just completed his MBA. And, and he missed the marketing part of the MBA, I think, because this, this this isn't going to fly, buddy. I'm, oh, wow. Maybe I should go get an MBA. I don't have an MBA, and I know this. <laughs> <laughs> There's another way to get this done. I'm sorry. And, yep. and it's been out there for a while. So that's our yep. sack yep. of yep. the that's week. That's our sack of the week. And I forgot. Here's, here's actually an image of the slap it. Because <laughs> this is what I think. It. This is what I think we should totally. Please, can I have this in my studio? Oh, wow, wow! You you just you just pop that thing and it just lights up. I mean, it's just there's something golden about that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, the video is really good. It may have just been the guy's accent that I was like, oh yes, you can just, slap just, my butt. Just because just, just, just he has an English accent, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Okay, yeah. so that, there's another tip, guys. If you want a really good video, just get somebody with an English accent. Yeah. That will convince yeah. people too. It does it for it does it for me. <laughs> man, what a show, man! What a show. <laughs> yeah, this is a, you know it's a pretty quick show, but we got some really good projects. Drew's gonna somehow try and convince his wife to let him buy a slap it. Um, 
on there. So, but if you guys have projects you would like us to feature, like the um, the Germavoid, the, yeah, Germavoid. Thanks you, for sending that in. You can send it in at kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or tweet us at night20 for that pretty man over there, at ktdata for me, or at kickcast for the show on there. Um, and of course, our next live episode, You, I always love it when people watch live, so we have nice discussions, and you'll you'll see our pre- and post-shows, which usually don't get recorded, and... Right, deep dark right. secrets of Drew Tyler comes out. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> On there, um, our next live one's going to be March thirty first, twenty fifteen. You know, right before April first. So I guess we'll put oh, yeah. legit projects into our episodes. <laughs> On there, and you can watch that at live.kickcast.net. If you missed any of these links, we will put them on our show notes at kickcast.net. Drew, you got anything to plug before we go? Wow, um, but I, got, I don't think I have anything special. I'm just going to try and survive between now and then. Now that we're back to school and back to grading and talking to people and stuff. So no, nothing, nothing to pitch. Just you watch people little with your lives and your importance. Gosh, just know. you know, live a life of a bum for a little bit. It's, <sighs> it's coming. Summer, summer will be my bum summer. <laughs> I know, and then I'll be just like stuck in an office all day. I'm like, you guys suck. <laughs> I, do, I do love having like four months off a year. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we will see you in two weeks. Till then, bye-bye. Thank you. Good night.